Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Beyond Organic Sleep, Cherry River Hard Seltzer, only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocers and the Beer Store. And Johnny Bootlegger's Whiskey Old Fashioned is both refreshing and authentic to the classic cocktail. Available now at Saks near you. Marinero, the sick podcast. And a couple of days ago, the Montreal Canadiens acquired from the Arizona Coyotes, center Christian Dvorak. He never had a chance to coach him. He was going to be his coach this year. But let's see how much he can tell us about Christian Dvorak. I'm sure he, too, did his homework. The coach of the Arizona Coyotes, Andre Turini, how are you? Very good. What about you, Tony? Very, very good. Thank you for doing this. It's a sick podcast. The show's brought to you by... Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Go to myessentia.com slash sickpod and use code sickpod for a free pillow with your purchase. Essentia beyond organic sleep. All right. If people were sleeping on Saturday night, they definitely woke up, give or take, at around 6.30 p.m. when the Canadians announced the acquisition of Christian Dvorak, 25-year-old centerman. Once again, uh, this will be your first year as head coach of the Arizona Coyotes. Your CV, by the way, is absolutely unbelievable. I can't get to it all, but uh, former OHL Coach of the Year, former CHL Coach of the Year, uh, gold medalist at the Linkas, gold medalist at the World Juniors, former assistant coach with the Colorado Avalanche and the Ottawa Senators, and now, of course, the head coach with the Arizona Coyotes. Okay, Christian Dvorak. Because he played in Arizona, there's a lot of people here in Montreal that don't know a lot about him. What can you tell us? Well, Devo is a he's a really good two way player. He's a he's a guy who really good defensively. Takes play against the tough minute, like we call. It. He play against the, the best player. Wins face off, play PK, play power play. Uh, he's a really sound player both ways. So he's a he's a really low maintenance player, but he's a he's a player where the coach can trust in key situations. Now, we know Arizona's reality. It's, uh, it's that of a rebuild, getting younger, um, maybe trying to clear up the cap, trying to stockpile some draft picks uh, and build towards the future. 
when you arrived in Arizona or when you went through the interview process, I'm sure you inquired about the players that you would have at your availability. Were you told that there was a good chance that you would not be able to coach Christian Dvorak? Yeah, I've been told he had a lot of interest. And if, if the price was right, the, the intention was at that moment to uh, to, uh, to keep going in the rebuild. I, I think on our standpoint of view is we don't want to dip our toes. We don't want to kind of a, do a, a rebuild, but uh, being short of asset at some point. So it was important for us that we had a few things. We did want to acquire a lot of character, a lot of leadership, a lot of guys who can surround our young core of player. And we did want to get a lot of assets who can help us down the road. So um, Devo was one of our, our, the guys who were, we did not have to move Devo. It was not a guy where we're saying, oh, we will move him for sure. It was a guy we're saying, okay, if the price is right, um, Bill told me, if the price is right, uh, we, we will we'll, we'll move him. But if not, we were more than comfy to, to uh, keep him with us. And, and this is a player that Mark Bergevin said the Canadians had interest in before acquiring him. Yep. Uh, how much interest was there around the league for this player? Uh, they, they were quite a bit. Uh, before, uh, we thought, when I got hired, they told me right from the get-go that there were teams who were really high on Devo and yeah, they were calling and at the draft was the same and then the free agency was the same. So it, it was it was closed a few times, but uh, Devo was not a guy, like I said, we, we were uh, looking to part away with him. He had, he had term on his contract and uh, there was not a, a player who was saying, okay, we want to move him. It was a player. Listen, if, if a team... Uh, really want him and offer us what, what we're looking for okay we'll, we'll do it but it was not some somebody who was there and was saying okay let's just take the best offer you that. were the former coach of the ottawa 67s with obviously one eye on them and still an eye going around around the national hockey league but you know when you got to arizona um how many questions did you ask those around you i don't know if you had a chance to talk to the former staff at all if they can give you some some intel on on some of the players, oh yeah, I, I did a lot of uh, homework more uh, before that was part of the interview process. Bill asked me to give him an evaluation of the player and what they could do and what I knew about every player. So I did my homework then, and for sure, when you get hired, you uh, you talk to every player, you talk to your own player, you talk to the staff, you talk to people around. So ask a lot of questions. If you are a fan of the Arizona Coyotes, you can go to sportbuffshop.com for all of your officially licensed sports apparel. And uh, their sick merch, of course, use code SICK15 for 15% off on all of their items, for our sick merch, that is, or pick up your Arizona Coyotes jerseys. All right. In the talks that you had with him, how many talks would you say you had with him before he was traded to the Montreal Canadiens? And what were those talks about? Well, it it was they were really casual. It was uh, I don't think we were in the thick of the situation because we were far away from the camp. The, the plan was to meet him in the, in the next couple of days. He was here in Arizona, so uh, that was the plan. But I did not have a chance to to get there. But Devo is is not a kind of a he's not the most vocal guy. He's not an outgoing person. He's a you know, keep it for itself and he's reserve and uh, he's. Uh, He's a real pro. He does his thing. He's go about his business. He does his things right. But he's not the guy with the most vocal. 
if I take a look at his junior career, he put up unbelievable junior numbers with the London Knights, over 120 points. Of course, he played with a tremendous amount of talent. He played with Mitch Marner. Josh Anderson was on that team as well. He wouldn't be the first guy who wouldn't pick up the same points at the National Hockey League level or would have to change his role. This is the best league in the world. But um, are you confident that he can be a better point producer than he's shown thus far in his career? But if you if you look his age, and if I'm not mistaken, he's, he finished third or maybe second in the goal goal four last year in our team. I think he finished third behind Czech and uh, Phil. So uh, it's not like he's not a productive player. If you look at the, the minutes he played, he played tough minutes. He played against a top-end opponent all the time. So uh, they're not those are not easy minutes for young guys who, who were 24 at the time and all of it. So I think he's uh, did pretty good for himself so far. So here in Montreal, of course, we're all talking about whether the Montreal Canadiens are better today than they were Saturday morning, whether they should have matched the offer that Carolina made for Jesperi Kakanyemi, whether Kakanyemi will one day play to his potential. So speaking of potential, I believe the Canadians are better today than they were on Saturday morning. They have a player that, as we know him, I think is a better two-way player right now, a better face-off player right now, a better special teams player right now, a better goal scorer right now, a more consistent performer right now, a more experienced player right now. The list goes on and on. But what I'm not sure about, because I'm pretty good on my opinion there, but what I'm not sure about is what is this player's potential? So the player has been in the league for about five years. He is who he is anywhere between a 15 to a 20 goal score, maybe more. He would have been on pace for 25 last year. Maybe a 40 to 45 point guy, maybe 50 max. We know he plays hard minutes and he's a good two-way player. But how many levels do you think he can still get to? That's a good question, Tony. And uh, I cannot really answer to that. But uh, I think the, the player you described to me, his production, is the tough minute and everything, it's pretty good. Isn't it? <laughs> it? It is. And it, it also sounds like a player, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong, uh, that a coach like you or any coach would like to have because he's reliable. Yep. Can you can you tell me what emotions you're going through knowing the reality of the team, but knowing that you still do want to win games because that's what's in your blood? How do you feel? Well, you know, for sure, we'll have like Devo, but at the same time, I, I agree with, with Bill and the direction of the team and what we have to do. At some point, you cannot have both. We were in a situation when we arrived in, the, in Arizona where you don't have a, a, a lot of prospects. We did not have picks. Now everybody look at our picks. Oh, you have a lot of picks. Yeah. When I got hired, we had a second-round pick and uh, two second-round pick, and after we're in the fourth-round pick and stuff like that. We, we we didn't have picks. So you don't have picks. You don't have a lot of prospect. You lose a lot of players at the free agency or you have some player who get older. Okay, how, how do you do to say, okay, we really want to win a championship? It's not just about, okay, let's make a few moves and try to make the playoff. That's I would love to win a championship. That's that's what I want, and that's what the vision of Bill and the organization. We want to work towards winning a championship. So to win a championship uh, needs. We were 
either going to buy, try to buy it, which literally was available to us in the sense of where we were as a team. And like I said, in terms of picks and prospect we had, that was not possible for us to, 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 to buy, to, to, to buy a team who will really give us a chance to win the championship. So we had to go through the rebuild and the, the status quo was not an option. And unless we will have believed that give us a chance to win the Stanley cup. And that was not the evaluation the, the people in place made. And I agree with that. And now we're, we're making the step we need to do to build a championship team. And uh, if you look in the last, uh, we did their exercise in the last 13 years. Seven teams won the Stanley Cup. Look at those seven teams, how they build it, where they, where they picks, how they, they, they get their asset, and you will have your answer. I'm not a, not a genius. They're there. So Yeah, I'll, I'll help answer that question. The Pittsburgh Penguins, the luxury of winning the lottery with Sidney Crosby at number one, Evgeny Malkin at number two, once upon a time, Marc-Andre Fleury at number one. Um, I think there was Jordan Stahl at number two, if memory serves me well, that's one. The Washington Capitals, the luxury of Alexander Ovechkin at number one. The the luxury of of Backstrom, of course, being, um, was he number four overall? Uh, The Chicago Blackhawks, the luxury of Patrick Kane at number one. Uh, Jonathan Taves at number three. Um, um, Seabrook, I think was in that very big, well, he was probably eight top 20, I think, but anyway, um, uh, Los Angeles Kings have won it, um, with, uh, with Drew Doughty and they drafted really well with Anzi Kopitar, but I understand what you're saying. If you're, um, not that competitive, chances are you end up drafting top four, top five. And if you can do so for several years, uh, you could even come across a bad draft year. But eventually, if you do so for several years, you're going to have some really good prospects coming out of it. That, that is one. But the, the most, the other thing is you need a number of assets. You know, the, we have three first round pick. We have five second round pick in the upcoming draft. It, for I think we have a lot of good veteran here in, in the easy the guys who won before we have good leadership we we uh for sure we plan to surprise we, we're not planning to to not surprise we we want to we want to get the best of our team and we we have a team with a lot of veteran with a lot of pride and we want to provide excitement for our fans and all of it that that's is one but one thing we know if we want to rebuild we need a number of assets it's not just about Picking one time, one time in every round, and thinking in three years from now we will have success. Because fit, picking first or second or third doesn't guarantee success as well. There's we can you can go on the same run and talk about few teams who had a lot of good picks and did not make it. So we don't want to be that franchise who uh, not it's not competitive and not trying to win every every night and stuff like that. We want to build a culture here where we believe uh, with the right culture, adding talent to our group, that's the way we'll build a championship program. Would but, um, would the Ottawa Senators be a comparable in what they're going through right now, traded away maybe some of their better players to stockpile draft picks to give them some options, also have the ability of drafting three, four, and five and Stutzla and Kachuk and 
uh, Sanderson and list goes on and on. Where are you kind of like it's it, similar? It's tough for for me now in my position to start to talk about other organization. About I understand because I can people can can read off that and say, hey, who is he to judge other? And I and I agree with that. My, I hear you. Two months ago, I, I was different. I will have to tell you what I what I thought, but then now I I, I can be people can read uh, into it. So I'm in a tough spot, but. Tampa Bay did it. Yeah. Edmund did not. It's not a seventh round pick. It happened in a certain way. And second have, overall behind Tavares. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And you have Stamkos and the, the one overall who brought, who brought Sergeyev and whatever how you want to want to spin it. And they, they, they made other picks. We're not planning to uh, to uh, to do anything else than getting good players. You look Tampa. Uh, we you talk about those guys, yeah, but they got Brendan Point as well in, in, in the draft, and they got Kucherov in the second round, and they got uh, Cirelli in the third round, and the list goes on and on. Palat, Palat in the seventh, and and stuff like that. So we have a really good scale we believe in, and that's yep. why five picks. Our goal is not to to pick first. And our goal is to have a lot of picks where we can make. The right picks every time you look at because if you look the Barzal, the Shabbat, the Weber, the Patrice Bergeron, the, we can go on and on. They're not first, second, third overall. They they're they're later. So when you have number of picks, you have a chance to 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 hit the home run and to get those guys who can be difference maker as well. For your NHL futures, of course, so with the NHL around the corner, the regular season starting in the first week of October, you can always place your bets on MyBookie. Go to mybookie.ag slash sickpodcast. Use code sickpicks to double your deposit. Bet, win, get paid. All right, Christian Navorak, uh, talk with members of the Montreal media via a Zoom call a couple of days ago and was asked about his role model, who he models his game after. His answer, Patrice Bergeron. There's a guy who plays the right way, huh? Oh yeah, that's uh, he's a really good player. He's a uh, he's one of our. He's a uh, he's a Quebec kid, and uh, he's a model for a lot of uh, player in the NHL. The, the way he carry himself, the way he plays, and all of it. He, he's a really good role model for sure. When he said that, um, Montrealers uh, were were pretty excited, and we have a company called Sophistication Event Rentals. They got music, DJs, sound systems, tents, chairs. Tables, decor, lighting, photo booth, TV screens, 514-570-5770. You can have your big party after hearing Christian Dvorak say that. Coach, albeit you're in a difficult position, uh, told that you're going to be part of a rebuild, I actually think you're in a great position too. I think you're in a great spot because um, I would think that your position will come with, with some patience and with some term. Do you see it that way? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I truly hope so. <laughs> you know, they, we like our team as well. You know, they are, it might not be the, the most sexy for, for people, but I really like the character. I, I meet the player and talk with the guys. They have, they have that passion. We have a lot of players with a chip on their shoulder who wants to prove stuff. So I, I like that position. I like, you know, Phil Kessel's his last year of his contract. He, he wants to prove everybody. We have a, a guy like Andrew Ladd who wants to prove he, he has a lot more. And we have a lot of guys who had their last year of their deal. And they're good veteran. They're leaders. They're guys who, want, who won before. They're guys who want to prove. So I, I don't... 
I, I don't mind our position. I think we are in a, in good position to uh, to surprise. Coach, about a, uh, or less than a year ago when you were, of course, coaching Team Canada, the World Juniors, I had a chance to speak with you, and I know how highly you spoke. I remember how highly you spoke and the admiration you had for Caden Gooley. Uh, when this trade with the Montreal Canadiens went down for Christian Dvorak, were you able to uh, put forward a couple of names of your wish list? Was Caden Gooley there? How involved were you in the trade, or is that something that ultimately ends up being GM and GM, and you have to just watch your GM do his thing? How does that work? That's the way to work, but Bill talked to me because he, he knows I know all the, the junior players across the world. So he, he talked to me, he knew, the, so he, he did the best deal he could, and we're happy about the deal, and I like the, the way he, he does his business since, uh, since we're together and never left me outside, so that's, that's the best I can ask. About a year ago, Nathan McKinnon said, you know, one guy who's very underrated is Philip Dano. Yeah. Uh, when he plays against him, uh, he says, you know, it's not going to be an easy night because Dano is great in that role. Yeah. Do you think in a year from now or in a couple of years from now, or maybe even as early as this season, players around the league will be saying the same thing about Christian Dvorak? That's a, that's a good question. If I knew Devo inside out, I will be able to, uh, to answer that. One thing I will say is, I really like the way he plays. I like what he brings, but to to make that kind of a statement will be kind of uh, up in the air. I like I like what he can bring. Uh, the guys here liked him. Uh, we we wish him all the best, but I don't know what what exactly is the ceiling. So when you go up against Nathan McKinnon now, and Christian Dvorak is no longer a part of your team, who will um, get that responsibility? of trying to shut down some of the best players in the world on your team now. Yeah, I think that that job is up to grab right now. Yeah, I think that's why we will have training camp. I think that, that was clean cut Devo's job. Now we have uh, other guys who will have audition for that job and we'll see who who passed the audition. Andre with the um former experience or past experiences you've had as assistant coach of the Colorado Avalanche, assistant coach of the Ottawa Senators, your experiences in junior hockey, the world juniors and all of that. Um, what is the thing that will help you the most now as for the first time in your career as a head coach in the national hockey league, what is it do you think will be the, the thing that helped you the most? That's a, that's a good question. I think my experience as assistant coach, the, the relationship I have with the, I can have with the player and, um, I think that will be that will be really important. I I like to build partnership with the player, uh, and I think I had the chance through Hockey Canada, through my experience uh, with um, with the National League when I was in Ottawa or in the, even more in Colorado. I think those are uh, those are really good experience having a chance to to change a lot with Max Talbot and Daniel Breer and. Um, Corey Sarich and Alex Stange and Brad Stewart and all those guys who I, I'm kind of a guy who asks a lot of questions. Yesterday I had lunch with Andrew Ladd and asked him a lot about the coach he had in the past and how Barry Trotz was doing his thing, how Joel Cornville was doing his thing. And I think those are those. I always been my personality. I like to learn. I like to. I'm curious. I like to know how other coaches do their thing. But at the same time, I. I'm myself and I stay myself, but I think 
all of this is experience. This offseason, did you take part in some kind of uh, brainstorm via Zoom with other coaches? Uh, were you looking at something overseas that maybe uh, some team or some coach has implemented to, uh, to see if you can actually make it as part of your, your coaching philosophy? Yeah, I, I do that every year. I will say right now, because I didn't have a season last year, the, the booklet is full. Now it's time to, to get back behind the bench and try the thing you learned because at some point you, you, you don't reinvent yourself completely. You need to stay yourself and you had to your CPA all the time. So I think in the last uh, 18 months, a uh, lot of conference, a lot of chat, a lot of exchange with other coach. Now it's time to to try it and see uh, what spice we need to add. Well, it's funny because I want to tell you an ending here. As much as you appreciate talking with other coaches and picking other people's brains and seeing what they think, I love on my end doing the same thing with you. Always very available for me. I love talking hockey with you. I love picking your brain. You talked about Patrice Bergeron before being in Gut New and what a great role model that is. You two are a Gut New. I'm so happy you have this opportunity. I knew it was going to come at one point. And uh, Andre Turini, I wish you all the best. I have a Cherry River heart seltzer here in hand. It's only 90 calories because I want to try and cut down uh, natural on my weight. That is natural flavors, no preservatives available in Quebec grocery stores and the beer stores. This is for you. As they say in Italian, salute. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you coach. Thanks I want to so wish you all the best. Have a great season. Thank you. Thank one. you, and thank you for joining me. Andre Tourigny, have a good one. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress beyond organic sleep. Cherry River Hard Seltzer, only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocery and The Beer Store. And Johnny Bootlegger's Whiskey Old Fashioned is both refreshing and authentic to the classic cocktail. Available now at Saks near you.